Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello everybody, welcome back to New York Talk, this is the Zone Podcast, and I promise we won't be on for 12 hours this time. It will be a very short compared to Saturdays. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, and um, we've lost Ben, so, you know, Ben's clearly done his 12 hours, so he's done for season, I think, uh, which is, you know, see the one thing not do, is it? Um, Danny Odenglaves is with us, thank you for joining us, Danny. Hello everybody, how are we doing? Oh, we're mate, we're going to Wembley, we're buzzing, um, and... On, on the other day, on Saturday, we brought you legends from Australia, from Ireland. Uh, today, we are bringing you Mick from a car park in Wales. Good evening. Uh, we, I think we should play a game. Do you know, like Anton Deck do? Um, if you can find this person, you know, the, 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 bing, the doorbell bingo. Uh, Mick, if yeah. somebody can find you, what prize yep. could you give them? Um, well, let's have got half a bottle of water. Mm, there's probably some COVID regulations which you can't, you can't do that one. Yeah. <laughs> um, a scabby old baseball hat. And a Nothing. Scabby rag. And a kick in the teeth, probably, as if well. If you can find Mick in a car park in Wales, you can have a red scabby rag. This is obviously, if you're live, if you listen this Friday <laughs> afternoon, he won't still be there, unfortunately. <laughs> well, I never know. Imagine, imagine if someone actually rocks up and taps on his window and goes, excuse me, are you Mick from the podcast? <laughs> exactly. It'll be, it'll be great. Um, so first of all, we should say thank you to everybody who tuned into our live stream on Saturday, just gone, the 12 hours uh, that we did. I, I, again, we'll just talk about it for two minutes. But Danny, I don't know about you, but I felt I, you you were drunk anyway. But I felt hungover on Sunday morning. <laughs> I felt I, I were tired. I had an headache. I just felt rubbish. Yeah, um, I put it down to people keep bringing me shots, going, "Oh, have you nearly done your twelve hours?" Yeah. Oh, let's celebrate. It's not finished yet. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, Sunday was a little bit rough. Um, both tired from. A few too many doom bars, and from doing twelve hours, and from playing football. Um, but no, it it was it was fun. To be fair, you know, we can now say we've done it, and hopefully not do it again until at least next season. Um, <laughs> but yeah, but we we hit a target, which is great. We hit the five hundreds. Um, I, I think it was was it the day after that we hit the five hundreds. It was. It was Chris who follows us on Twitter. Um, Michael Smith's. Mother-in-law. Oh yeah, fantastic! Yes, she 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 had got us to our target. Uh, thank you, everybody else donated as well. But we were thirty-five <laughs> quid short on on Sunday morning. We got a uh, got a, tipped it over the target, which is amazing. <laughs> Brilliant! <laughs> yeah, we've hit it. We've achieved it. And yeah, thank you to everybody who stuck with us. Uh, I'd be very surprised if everyone if someone did the full twelve hours. Um, but if you did, you deserve some sort of medal at least. Uh, yeah, thanks. To, thanks to everybody who donated and who took part. 
Cheers. I've got, I've got yeah. scabby red rag for anybody who did 12, full 12 hours. You can have that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think just, uh, just a shout out to Matt as well sort of for, for the, the organisation. This Matt. That, Matt. Me? Yeah, you. Yeah, you drafted really hard to, 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 to pull that together. So uh, it's good work, that, mate. Well done. Yeah, fair play. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, well, if you can, you can still donate if you want to. If you don't want to, don't worry about it, guys. Um, and I will give a quick mention for somebody else's fundraising in the summer. Carl Gibbs has been in touch to ask you, us to let you know he's doing a fundraising this summer. They're doing a charity tournament with some all fun and games like a charity day, Bouncy Castle, all that sort of nonsense. If you want to get involved, perhaps for Cancer Research UK, if you want to get involved, contact Carl Gibbs on, I think it was on Facebook, and you'll be able to get involved. Um, Will Daniels will be joining us very, very shortly. Um, but shall we get on and talk about Wembley? We're nearly there. Two days. Well, depending on when you listen to this, you know. Um, it's... Mick, come on. Excite. Tell us how excited you are. Uh, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I, I can't say... Listen, yeah, I can't say as I'm, uh, I'm, I'm bouncing off at walls or anything. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a good day out. It always is a good day out. Um, it has been particularly the last few times we've been. Obviously, we've managed to uh, to get a result each time we've been, apart from that Dagenham game. So, um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm not massively um, bothered one way or the other what happens come five o'clock. So long as we come out of there, we know we nobody on to physio's table. I'll be I'll be more than happy. You know, um, it matters to the club obviously whether we win or not because there's, there's a cash incentive, but. Uh, so I'm looking forward to a big, great day out. It always is, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah, Danny, can you ratchet up the excitement level, or are you? Just... <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll just take a swig of me sweet coffee just to get the blood going. <laughs> Hang on. Yeah, um, I had the uh, the privilege to speak to Hallam FM today um, for their morning show tomorrow, and I'll say what I said to them, you know, this is a once in a generation thing in terms of it being an actual cup final at Wembley, you know, because those playoffs are still part of the league setup, really, aren't they? It's still determining who goes up and who stays down in that particular division. Um, so for me, that's why this is a step up. You know, it's great that we've won the last two out of three playoff finals, but we need, we need to ramp it up again because this is a cup final. You know, just to put it into perspective, the massive up the road. I haven't been in a cup final since 1993. You know, and now our next and cup that was called the Rumbleos Cup. It's not even a proper name. It's not even you know, yeah, it exactly. Sound as good, does it? I mean, it's technically the EFL Cup now, isn't it? I think Still sounds rubbish. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it sounds better than the Milk Cup, but anyway. Um, but yeah, but this is a proper cup final, and now we've been in two, which is fantastic. Um, I'm, I'm buzzing for it personally. Absolutely buzzing for it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I am. Uh, see, what we've got with us. We've got loads of people in the comments. We have the Grundys, Gav, and Steve Grundy with us. Uh, Ariel Astro is buzzing for Sunday. He can't wait. Um, Graham Lindy is joined. Lindley is joining us from his sick bed. He's tested positive. Tested positive Ooh. for Wembley. I hope you feel better, Graham. Like you're all right. Um, yeah, what terrible test positive. Uh, and we should say happy birthday to Russ Vernon. His birthday today. Got a nice video from Dan Barlasser. We should say it's a great birthday present, to be honest with you. Where are we? Comment. I, I comment. We want to go into. So it's gone. It's gone. Um, so let's have a look at some stats. We, when it comes to Wembley, there's always a few good stats of who's played where and when and this, that, and the other. There are some great ones this time. Um, so Richard Wood will be the if he plays. We were the first player to captain Rotherham United twice at Wembley. Um, he will also join Joe Matic and Michael Smith if they both play, as the only other two players who have played for Rotherham United at Wembley more than once, um, which I think are both great achievements. And as I said, I'll bring in Will Daniels. Thank you for joining as well. No problem. Sorry for being about 300 years late. Yeah. Always set a reminder is the uh, the uh, tale of the story here. Um, mix underwhelmed us. Danny's excitement levels is where I thought they'd be. Where are your excitement levels for Sunday, Will? Uh, I am probably at the moment at maybe a five, uh, which is sort of par for the course, I think, at this stage. Yeah. 
Uh, when it gets to Sunday, maybe maybe up to a seven, maybe an eight. It's a chance to go to National Stadium, isn't it? So always a great, great day. Uh, and uh, hoping, hoping that these uh, these Millers can put on a performance that we can all be proud of. Mm. Yeah, definitely. I think one thing that's going to be good about this, and then it happens when you get to cup finals, you get a bit more press coverage and whatnot. A lot of the stuff that's come out, the videos that the AFL have put out, be really enjoyable. Make I don't know if you've seen the Paul Warm one. Uh, the the Wood, Richard Wood and Ben Wiles one were very good as well. It's just good to see a bit more from the players and the managers themselves, really, is what I suppose what I'm trying to say. Is that one for me? Yes. Because I, I, I haven't seen, 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 seen them. No, I haven't seen them, no. I've seen no, the no, RUFC's no. um, compilation, which I loved. I thought that was brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, the, the Steve Evans cheeseburger bit proper tickled me. That little Easter egg, that was brilliant. So, I mean, if the AFL have done any better than that, then they've done a good job, but I, I doubt very much that they have. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I understand Danny. that uh, the Woody and Ben Wiles one were a bit like uh, dads and lads football. They were a bit, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They were good. They were very good. Danny, have, have you seen them? Have you, uh, do you have, have you enjoyed them again, seeing more from the club? Yeah. <clears throat> um, I wasn't fortunate enough to actually see the trophy on the bus tour. The other day, um, but I, I've seen it at the football museum. It's fine. Um, but yeah, um, I watched the Paul Warren thing today that he did with with Papa John's, uh, the A to Z answering questions, and trusting trusting Paul Warren, he has now settled the debate. Pineapple does belong on pizza because apparently it's his favourite. He has settled right. that debate. However, we, we, we have respected him on that one. To be honest, nonsense, <laughs> nonsense. absolute nonsense. But I, I will admit that Warren did take a very rare L. When he said Peaky Blinders isn't very good, it was like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, you win some, you lose some in my book. But anyway, um, yeah, the extra press has been fantastic. I mean, everybody's got a little shout out on either Calendar or Look North or on Sky or in the EFL, which is great. Because we had, um, which primary school was it? Was it St. Beards? St. Beards. Yeah, they, they were on, which were great. Uh, I love the little lad who were in uh, his Rotherham top. So he's obviously binned off his school uniform and put that on, so respect <laughs> to him. Um, yeah, it's been great. We don't normally get a lot of publicity, but obviously the cup final, they all come out for the publicity, which is fantastic. It's been ace. Mm. Yeah, and I think it's a good to see. It should, I suppose it doesn't need that promotion, Will, but the bus around town, going to schools and the things like that, it's just nice to see. It's just it looks good. It's good for the kids. It's good for the competition itself. It makes sense. I've got quite. I quite enjoyed it to be honest. Yeah, I mean Rotherham gets a, a pretty bad rap uh, across the country for being an absolute hellhole, doesn't it? So it's nice to be able to to portray such such positive things, and you know, for the kids, you know, people like Clinton Morrison going into their school mm. and a big big London bus coming through. That doesn't happen every day, does it? So. Um, you know they'll have really enjoyed the day. I'm sure that sure that Clinton would have uh, enjoyed it just as much as them. <laughs> yeah, a strange pick to put Clinton Morris. No, no relation to either club, um, but must be the only one available. I do like Clinton Morrison, though, to be fair. He is decent. It could have done worse, couldn't they? Um, right, Mick, are you still there? Your picture's gone. Your mic's gone. You're still with us. Yeah, man, I'm still here. I've uh, I've just turned the mic off because it's going dark. So all you're going to see is a black screen. So I thought I'd leave you a picture of Lee Frecklington there instead. Okay, that's that's that Joe Miller's legend. <laughs> okay, uh, Donna London says thank you. News purchased hats, flags, t-shirts from her. Uh, it's been able to donate forty quid for the Robin Hospice this morning, which is a great cause. Nice. Another thing, good thing to come out of this is uh, is that, uh, Mick. Talk to me about what you think you we're going to see from us on Sunday. Lineups, team selection, uh, potential who you think is going to be on the bench. Are we going to go attacking, defensive? What do you think? Well, it's quite interesting, isn't it? I mean, one has already said that he's uh, he's looking to put a strong side out. It's not going to be, um, you know, a typical uh, Papa John's trophy side, I guess. Um, if that's if that's if that's the right term, uh, we've got Freddie back, looking like he's back. In full training, looks like Georgie Kelly's back, uh, and one's intimated that both of them might get a look in on Sunday. So, um, yeah, it's it'll be a strong side. It will be a strong side. Whether Chio plays after after the amount of time he's played for Republic in the last two uh, two Talk games is 
is another question. I'm not convinced Warner is going to be particularly happy with that. I mean, he's been fantastic. Don't get me wrong, and it's been great to watch him on that uh, on that stage. But you know what we've got coming up for two friendlies for him to have to pay that amount of time in two friendlies. I suspect we might not see a full game from him on Sunday. Um, well, we don't. We obviously we don't want to be risking any injuries for any players, do we? Uh, but it's going to be a strong side, I've no doubt about it. And they will go for it. They will go for it. Because it's an opportunity, isn't it? It's an opportunity to build some confidence, um, you know, get the ball on the floor and start playing some football again like we, like we were early in the season. So, yeah, I think it's going to be a strong side. Um, and I think, they'll, I think they will go for it. Hmm. Yeah. Um Astro hopes Josh Vickers' hand injury, uh, injury soon recovers. There's a good chance, Danny, by the sounds of it, he will be out of Sunday. But for me, I think that's one area where we should continue the cup tradition of what we've done in every game so far is you cut a cup keeper. And because of that, because there's not much difference between the keepers, it would be fair. I might just be me loving Victor, but it would be fair for Victor to see Victor where it, playing at Wembley anyway. I know it's Wembley and that's different, but that seems the fairest way. But I don't know what you think. Yeah, um, I think. If we were to probably go strongest, strongest 11, we would probably have Vickers in goal. Um, but Victor has been the hero of this competition. He's saved uh, at least one penalty. Well, he's, yeah, he saved one penalty in every shootout that we've played him. Um, and yeah, he sort of made this competition his own. And I do have my suspicions that he will be starting goalkeeper because you don't go over to Sweden, gather up all your family and then come back to England if you're not going to be starting keeper. Um, but yeah, Victor will be in goal for me. I think we'll take no no risk with Vickers, rest him up. And if he can't make a league game for the Char- uh, for Charlton, fair enough. Victor's more than capable, but... I think we'll use this opportunity to rest Vickers, make sure his hand injures okay and not put any stress on it and give the baton for, to Victor. Jalen hmm. uh, Simpson agrees, completely agrees with myself. Uh, Victor deserves his place. Uh, Powerman UK, Viking, keep Viking in, let him see the tournament through. Um, yeah. Well, again, for me, it, it doesn't really matter because they're both really, really good keepers. I think from a fairness point of view, because of the competition, he's played in it, Victor, but... Honestly, from a performance point of view, I'm not really bothered. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, Victor's definitely earned his spot, hasn't he, for, for Sunday um, through the league performances and also performances that he's put up in, in the cup. So no real issue in, in, in him coming into the side. And, and also, you know, if Josh is, is fit and he plays, that, that wouldn't be a particular issue for me either. We're, we're blessed with two really good keepers at the moment. So whoever takes the the uh, the shirt on uh, Sunday, I'm sure, will give 110%. Exactly. Um, Mick mentioned it then about Chio, Danny. Let's have a conversation briefly. Let's go away from the positives for two minutes. Um, Chio when he was rested in the, against Shrewsbury because Paul wanted that him and Mikel were on uh, close to against suspected hamstring injury, uh, and then Ireland decided to play him for 172 minutes um, in two games, a very short time. And I know that it's an international games and international games aren't meaningless because you're playing representing your country, but they are friendlies, and you would have thought putting my Rotherham United hat on, my club hat on, because we have, we have no skin in the game with Ireland. I cannot see why they've played him for that many minutes over that time. And I, if I was warning, I'd be very, very unhappy. And, and he said as much, Annie. Yeah, he has said he's uh, he's not best pleased with it, Auntie. Yeah. Um And you can understand why, but you know, at Chio's age and how competitive the Islanders squad actually is now, um, I can see why they have played him as much as they can, and also why Chio has seized the opportunity. But bless mm. him, he's took homework with him to Ireland to focus on the playoff fi- um, playoff final, oh dear, uh, to focus <laughs> on the Papa John's final. Um, but I'm going to be devil's advocate here and chip in with my own opinion that might be a bit, uh, a few people might disagree with, but when when we were on the uh, the live stream, obviously I, I were playing a game of football mm. and uh, I very unfortunately did my quads, pulled it like the wrong way. Like, instead of pulling it that way, it went that way. Um, and I was thinking, oh no, this is me not playing again next Saturday. This is me scuttled and it's healed up already. So mm. if I can <clears throat> heal up that way and let's not beat around the bush, I'm not the fittest person, <laughs> am I? 
you, you know, I, I, I don't run around a football pitch going however many miles an hour like Chio does. I, I've not got Chio's diet far from it. <laughs> and uh, I don't have the uh, the physios around me that Chio's got with Ireland and with Rotherham. So I can understand why he's been able to play that much for Ireland and probably why he will start in the in the final because he's got much better recovery time. His muscles are a lot better. Muscle memory is a lot better. Um but if I can heal up in under in under a week, I'm sure Shio can as well. You know, that's that's my opinion anyway. <laughs> yeah, it, it it could be one of those will that we might not see the impact of it until a couple of weeks' time. It, it could have done with at least a midweek off. It's just again, we're Robin fans. He's our player. It's just frustrating. But as an Ireland fan, I suppose it'd be buzzing to see him play twice. Yeah, I mean, it's a difficult one, isn't it? And you have to look at it in, in the two different camps here. Um, Islander, at the point of transition where they're trying to build a, a new squad, this manager's not been in, in the uh, the job for that long and he sees Chio rightfully so, as one of his key players that he wants wants in the game. So, you know, it's disappointing from our end, but from, from Ireland's perspective, they've identified him as a, as a key thing. And there's a couple of benefits to, of that to us. Uh, number one, it means that eventually we're going to command a higher fee for, for Chio uh, when he eventually does leave the club. Um, and of course, you know, Playing playing match minutes is is never particularly a bad thing because you know he's not coming into Sunday uh, ring rusty. Is it nice? Would it have been nice to, for him to have a little bit more rest, possibly? But we've got um, until the following Saturday then uh, to rest him again, aren't we? So mm. it's not like we're playing Saturday, Tuesday this week, um, and and we've got Jordy uh, say two two as well that can uh, potentially play some minutes on Sunday. So I don't think it's as much of a, an issue as uh, some people have made out. Um, of course, it, it'll still play a, a big part in the game, I would imagine, on Sunday. So, disappointing that he didn't get more uh, more rest, but amazing for him to to get the exposure and to to put mm. in the performances that he has done over the last uh, the last week or so. Yeah, we should say yeah, he has been brilliant. The goal he scored was superb. The assisted setup was brilliant, mm. um, brilliant. And Great. I, I love had, seeing him play play internationally. And should have had another midweek as well. Uh, that mm. got disallowed, didn't it? So yeah. Yeah, yeah it's got to put a few quid in his price tag, which, like I said, they will is very good news for us. Um, Mick Paul Wong will be the first manager to lead Rotherham United out twice. Well, he didn't lead us out, but managers twice at Wembley. He will probably lead the team out this time, which he didn't do four years ago, which would be a nice moment for him. Um, and I've we've said this for a few years now that there's not many people better at this level or even slightly higher level in a one off game manager for me. Paul Wong's the right man for a cup final, he's just going to get the players in for me in a right headspace. He's going to motivate him in the right way because you don't, you can overdo it. Um, I, just, I just can't think of any better to play for in a cup final, mate. No, I agree absolutely. And and to be fair, he's, he needs to get some practice in, doesn't he? Because we've got another seven after Sunday, haven't we? You know, um, and and genuinely we have. So the Saturday needs to be, uh, sorry, Sunday needs to be a catalyst now for for the rest of April uh, because this is a massive, massive month for us. Um, and if we can get off on the right foot, and, and Warren is the man to do it, isn't he? He is absolutely 100% the man to do it. No question in my mind whatsoever. Um, and if if we do un, 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 unthinkably fall at the last hurdle, he's still the right man to do it for me. Um, and that sounds a bit, um, a bit contradictory, but now, nah, yeah. Everybody wants to play for Paul Warren. Everybody, you know. So he is definitely the right man, and he and he deserves it. He deserves the success, and he deserves that chance to lead his team out at uh, at National Stadium. It's fantastic for him. Yeah, it is. Um, how big experience, Danny? Because we mentioned Woody, Matic, and Smith will all be second appearances for the club. But the only other player that I can find in our current squad that's played at Wembley before is Shane Ferguson. So, the, I, I again, again, Paul Warren relies on a lot of experience, and I wonder how much of a big impact those three plus Shane Ferguson will have on managing the expectation because it's been built up as a cup final. You've got your friends and family there, people from you know, fixtures from Sweden, all Newcastle will be empty for the Barlasses and Smith. You know, what I mean, there's all their families are going to be there, so they haven't just got the thousands of Rotherham fans, they've got a little bit of extra pressure with their family being there as well. So, it's important to manage 
that pressure and that you just thought those extra players would be massive. Yeah, I think so. I think um, we've got the right amount of mix of Wem- a little bit of Wembley experience, but also wanting to impress with the first time at Wembley. You know, we've mm. got Smith and Wood and Matic um, and Ferguson have all been to Wembley before, so they understand the occasion. But then you've got players like Chio, Wiles, Victor, who have never been, and Wes Harding, who have never been at Wembley before. So that's a massive opportunity for them to effectively take the ball by the horns and just go with it. And I think they will. I think there's that knowledge of the occasion from the more senior players, but also that willingness to push on and you know give the extra 10% because you're at Wembley. You know, it's like Wiles has said, it's a boiled dream for him to be playing at Wembley and to top it off is doing it with Rotherham. So it, that, that that's why it makes it a special occasion. Um, but funnily enough, one of Sutton's players who was at, who was been at Wembley before was with Rotherham and he won the 2014 playoff. Because I think yeah. it's, um, is it Milsom? Rob Milsom, yeah. Yeah, Rob Milsom, yeah. The first player to play for us and against us at Wembley. So yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, very, be a very interesting day. It will, very much so. Uh, Scott Grundy's with us. I think that's a full set of Grundy's. Thank you for joining us, Scott. Evening all, recovered from a 12-hour podcast, just about. <laughs> and Ian Bradley, uh, that's to congratulate us for the last Saturday. He enjoyed the Alfie interview particularly, which I did. Um, and if you want to listen to that, the Adam LaFondra interview and the Trevor Berry interview well, are available on the audio, iTunes, Spotify. If you want to go and listen to both them. Um, we enjoyed it at the time. Um, I hope every listen back from I've enjoyed them as well. Um, well, let's talk about selection. Let's get down to the nitty-gritty of selection. We talked about the goalkeeping situation. The back three is a difficult difficult pick for Warney because Angus's ban doesn't apply, so Angus is available. You'd assume Woody's going to play, even though it is Papa John's. And then Icky, <laughs> Hardin, Mattock. Um, it's a tough pick. What, what back three are you picking? would you pick? I think, given the fact that we haven't had a game in so long, you have to go as strong as you possibly can, especially given the fact that we don't have a midweek game. So, mm. for me, I would have the experience of uh, of Wood in the middle of the park. Um, you've got a Hecque um, and uh, and Romani Edmonds Green. I'd fetch back into the uh, the side as well. That'd be my three. Mm. Yeah, Danny, I see you nodding along. I, 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 I agree with that. Yeah, I think so. I mean, Warren has already said it would be more like a League 11 than a Cup 11. But no, no disrespect to the players we've played in the Cup, but we have had a Cup 11 and a League 11. You can see where the split more was. But with this, like you said, because we have we aren't playing for another six days um, and we haven't played since um, the embarrassing loss to, Slip, to Shrewsbury, I'd say just go for it. Go for it. Play, play, play the best 11. Play the best that we can and just go for it. Because at the end of the day, whatever will be, will be, but we are going to Wembley. I like you did there. Very good. Very good. Um, Thank you. <laughs> I'm here all week. Go. <laughs> 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 Lee McGarry would go the Icky Reg. Um, he would go Harding at right wing back, middle left wing back, and best Gio and Fergie, potentially. Uh, Mick, any other um, changes on that? We, I know you're a big fan of Wes Harding. How tempted would you have to bring Wes in? I, I would. I'm with Liam. Bang on that for me. That's that's the back five for me, definitely. Um, I, I think I think Chio is is match fit. He's ready. He's ready to go. Yeah, we can bring him on. Bring him on a little bit later on. We don't need to play him. We don't need to risk him at the moment. Not certainly not from the start. Um, whereas the likes of Wes Arden and um, and and Mikel Miller, they need a bit more match, a, a bit more bit more time on the uh, on the grass, don't they? So yeah, that that'd be my back five definitely, and just on the, on the goalkeeper side, injury or not to to Josh Vickers, where, uh, Victor has to start. Victor has to start for me. I think he, he's got us here. He is probably the, probably arguably the main reason we are at Wembley on on Sunday. Um, so I, I I cannot conceivably see why he wouldn't start. Mm. He has to. Come on, Warney. <laughs> I'm sure he listens. He said earlier, I heard him earlier say, listen to some podcasts, so you never know. He might be yeah, listening. Know. Some podcasts. Down to Wembley. <laughs> I think everyone turn your cameras off so you don't know who's who quick. <laughs> <laughs> um, moving on to the midfield. I had a panic on the week, Danny. When Warney said there was an injury to a main player, I watched all the videos and I couldn't see Barlasser. 
I've, I've gone back and watched him, and thankfully he is training, so I don't think there's anything <laughs> wrong there. Uh, but I had a brief panic. Thought midfield again, it's the same as on the defense. We've got mostly a fit squad now. Do you go the big, well, the big boys, Barlas, uh, Rathbun, Wiles? Yeah, presuming they're all <clears throat> uh, starting fit. Yeah, I'd go for it. But yeah, our same boat as you. I heard the, the podcast that he did with. Um, with Sutton's manager, and it's like, oh, we've got an injury to one of the big players. It's like, you what? <laughs> what's what's happened? Well, it turns out it's Vickers and his hand injury. So it's like, all right, okay, it's mind games. Very good. Um, but you, yeah, I'd go uh, Rathbun, Wiles, Barlasser. I, I know it's very harsh on Jamie Lindsay, but you know, um, if we need him towards the end of the game, he'll come on and give 110, percent won't he? Mm. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I think. Uh, bring the the big boys into the play. It's also maybe a little bit harsh, Will, on a Dolphin who's played again a lot of Papa John's trophy games. But you've got to be ruthless. If you we see this happen with other teams, you know, you, in the League Cup with Chelsea, Man U, teams like that, you often see the players who've got them there don't always get the reward of the final, and you can see that happening with a Dolphin, really, can't you? Yeah, I mean, in these sorts of games, especially with the way that the season now pans out, it becomes a huge game for the platform for the rest of the season. So, you know, Adolphin's done done great to get us to this point, but we need our best players on that pitch to, to win as a trophy. And for me, that midfield three of our lasser, Wiles and, and Rathbone, barring any last-minute hiccups, has to start, hmm. you know, no questions asked. Yeah. I think that's fair enough. Uh, before we come on the strikers, I should mention the referee. The referee was confirmed a few weeks ago as Sebastian Stockbridge. Stocksbridge. Uh, he last refed us this season at home to Plymouth on, on day one of the season. Again, I don't remember anything significant. It was a comfortable 2-0 win. Um, so I'm hoping. They tend to, in finals, touching all the wood I can find, they tend to have quiet games, referees. that They seem to get an instruction to have, have quiet games. So hopefully we see that on Sunday. Um... Striking situation, Mick Thon London says, you think we'll see Kelly make his debut on Sunday? Interesting question, ain't it, Mick? Because you've got, as it turns out, Freddie looks like he might be fit. Maybe not for a start, but Freddie's going to be back in the squad. George Kelly should be back in the squad, and then you've got Smithy and, and JJ. That's a strong four you can pick from. Very strong. It is when you when you consider we were struggling two weeks ago to uh, to, yeah. to field more than one striker, weren't, weren't we? So, mm. um, yeah, I mean, what a, what a game to make you... Make you Debuting for Georgia Kelly, if um, oh, what a sorry, what a stadium to make your debut in. Mm. Um, it'd be amazing to see him. I, I can't see that we will see him. We may, he may get a cameo depending on what uh, what the second half's going like. But um, if Freddie's fully fit, I suspect Freddie will start. I, I, I don't see any any reason why he wouldn't. Um, but y- you never know, dear. I, I, I. I'm angling towards the fact that it's going to be Smithy and JJ. I, I, I suspect, um, okay. but we'll see. Fair enough. Hugo uh, Smith, JJ. Uh, we've got a comment here. Uh, Harvey Kelwick says the same. Smith and JJ. Um, Will they seem to fit us, don't they? We don't know how fit Freddie and Georgia Kelly are, so it makes it's, for us as a fan to predict it. They're the two safe options, aren't they? Yeah, 100%. And, you know, Wembley's a huge pitch in it. So you've got um, the, the uh, you've got to burn the legs of, of JJ nice and early for 60 minutes, I reckon, and then get the uh, get the now Sir Freddie on for the last 30 if we need a, a goal at that point. Or or maybe even uh, maybe even a first first sign of a, a new Messiah. <laughs> yeah, I could imagine making a debut at Wembley. I know, debut for a club at Wembley. Like you've come from the League of Ireland. No disrespect to the League of Ireland, as Trevor Berry said, it is a very good league these days. Mm. But to go into a club, get injured, and then make your debut at Wembley, that would be an unreal tale to tell when he's older, wouldn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and just a bit like... 98th minute uh, and great absolute <laughs> limbs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, Cheryl Stone asks, "Will the VIR be in operation?" No, but there are a couple of rule changes, to, rules to bear in mind. In every game up until now, it's been ninety minutes, then straight to penalties. That's not the case of the final. We have extra time in the Papa John's final. I don't know why. I don't know why that's different, but it is. And bear in mind, it's gone to penalties three times already this season. We might be seeing extra time. Um, and also, it's worth noting there are five subs allowed 
again, like the rest of the rounds, you are allowed to make five substitutions, which we know Paul won't like. <laughs> He's talked about that a lot. Um, and that might be carrying to next season, to be honest with you. Um, mm. Sutton, United, as we've already mentioned, Rob Milson plays from a former Miller. He played at Wembley 2014. They've hit a bit of a sticky patch, similar to us since confirming Wembley. They've only won once, but they still find themselves like five points off the automatic places. They're having a really, really good season. Uh, Will, I always come to you for your position stuff, and I, I don't know how much you know about Sutton in League Two, but all we're doing is, is that the first season up, they're having a great season to be in promotion mix. Yeah, I mean, let's have a crack, shall we? League Two is <laughs> is one of the the hardest. I heard, I heard, I heard the click in for the word document then. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the hardest uh, leagues to to try and predict this season. I think third down to about tenth, there's two points separating it at the moment. So <laughs> it's yeah, absolutely horrible to try and say who's going up in that league and and sort of absolutely in the mix for that at the moment. They're a side that aren't too dissimilar to ourselves. Um, we'll probably play 4-4-2 uh, on the day, um, which obviously is very different, um, but have a lot of attack, attacking threats out wide through the likes of Baldwin um, and uh, Ad, David Ajiboy, who's been really good for them this season. Defensively, really strong, especially from set pieces. They're scoring a lot of goals from set pieces as well, which is it's quite similar to us. So, you know, we we have to watch the good, the things that we're good at um, to to stop Sutton. I think, um, but they've got a lot of quality, and on the day, you know, it's it's a one-off game. They'll fancy their chances. I think they've got a have they got fifteen thousand fans coming. To the game, Something like that. I think more, 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 a, lot, a lot of them are Crystal Palace fans, apparently. <clears throat> uh, one of my mates has had the nod that yeah, a lot of Palace fans have come in and just watch yourselves because they might be a bit rowdy. <laughs> From what <laughs> I've heard, what anyway. Uh, and I'm sure they'll they'll make a decent atmosphere of it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, you know, they're they're not ones to be uh, to be completely written off. This is not League One versus League Two. Uh, very very easy game for us. They'll be they'll be right at it. I mean, all you need to do is look at when Salford played um, Portsmouth in the 2020 final. Everybody built Portsmouth to win it easily, but Salford proper surprised him. And I think that's the one thing we need to look out for. If we're approaching this game, like you say, League One against League Two, we should batter him, we'll get a nasty surprise. I I can see this being a really, really close game. Really, Mm. really close game. And just to big Sutton up a little bit, I believe... They are one of the first, if not the first, club to have been in an FA Trophy final and an EFL Trophy final. Yeah. Wow. That's right. Just, full of, just, full of random stats tonight. It's lovely. Yeah. On, uh, on goal margins as well, just looking mm. at their uh, their stats, they've actually won, uh, won a game by one in nine of the games this season and lost uh, by one in eight of the games. So, uh, yeah, they're normally uh, there or thereabouts as well. So, don't be expecting us to run away with it three or four nil. Yeah, uh, Stephen Gauntley has put a prediction of four nil Millers win on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, you're right, but I, I think I think expertly I'm time there, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think Mick, if we talk about Sutton and League One, League Two teams, the run's been good for us in that way because if we'd have played League One teams all the way on mostly and then battered a League Two team, it'd be easy to not take this seriously. We've been pushed, other than Scunny and, and Donny, who are not a League Two team yet, but they will be soon. We've been pushed a lot by all these League One, League Two teams. So we know how difficult it's going to be because Sutton are one of the better teams on table-wise, one of the better teams we will have played. Yeah, absolutely. And and, and teams teams are going to raise the game against the top of the team or top of the league above them, aren't they? You know, yeah. I, and I'm not sort of trying to make Rotherham United sound like a big club because we're not. We know we are. You know what I mean? Uh, but but you know you put us in the position, and if we're playing Fulham top of the championship or whatever, you know we're going to raise our game and we're going to give them a hard time. Um, so so that's that's just the nature of it. Like like Will says, there's no way that this is going to be a walkover. Absolutely not at all. It's going to be as tough a game as we've had all season, and and that's what we need. We need that challenge. We absolutely need teams coming at us because we've got seven more games coming up. Which will define our season of teams gonna, that are going to be coming at us. Um, so, you know, it's going to get us into the right frame of mind and win, lose, or draw. 
ultimately we need to take something from this game and that has to be confidence. That has to be confidence going into the next seven cup finals. Um, yeah, it, it's going to be hard work. It's going to be hard graft, definitely. Yeah. Um, Scott Gundy, is Mick in another car park? Yeah, he must be sat the show. He is in a car park in Wales. As we mentioned, um, there you if, you go. Can, if anybody is near Mick's <laughs> car park in Wales and you can find him, you will. There's a clue. I, 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 I realise how weird this is going to sound, but you'll win a dirty red rack. Um, <laughs> I am assured it's not chloroform, Phil, so you should be fine. Absolutely fine. Um, but we don't, you know, just be careful in Wales. I don't keep that one in my car. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit different to a, a, a takeaway getaway on Anton Deck, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, Listen, from, from Rotherham, it's all we can afford. <laughs> uh, um, Philip Hall's greetings from New Zealand. You can't watch the game over there because it's not on I, I follow, uh, which is a shame and stupid. It is on Sky, but, though. Uh, not New Zealand, either. Uh, yeah, but I, I think it's. I think is it. I think it is on iFollow. At least the commentary is. The commentary will be. Yeah, there's mm. there's an audio on on iFollow definitely. Um, mm. Sky, I'll be keen to keep all the viewers to them aware of possible, so they'll be quite quite strict on that. I'd have thought. Don't tell anybody, but get a VPN. Get a VPN. <clears throat> yeah, whisper it quietly. Whisper very quietly. <laughs> Nord, Nord VPN sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> for, for fans overseas who can't watch Scarlet. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Uh, so let's bring in uh, Scott Grundy. Uh, it's on ESPN. So, Philip Halsey, if you can get ESPN, ESPN, it's on there. There we go. Nice to help out. Um, so, uh, we're going to bring in a fan. We've got Paul Brock joining us today. Thank you for joining us, Paul. Hello. Hello. Uh, how excited are you for Wembley? Yeah, twice in one week. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, um, I did a bit of a recce last week just to make sure everything was okay. Um, yeah, absolutely looking forward to it. Yeah, taking my to my ten year old boy. So it be, should be uh, a good day. Really looking forward to it. Yeah, absolutely. Just hope we're more entertaining than the England game. Do you know? Do you, do you know what the as, as as nice as what the the game was? The atmosphere wasn't the same because we were in a lot of family area and there was yeah. singing so I'm hoping for a little bit more of a a, a good vibe the, the, this uh, this Sunday and some more some more singing uh, I think the, the most entertaining thing from my son found on Sunday was the uh, the Mexican wave um, <laughs> that was it <laughs> yeah the frustrating England games you have paper aeroplane the Mexican that's waves. it that's people looking out for paper aeroplanes and Mexican waves but it is a good atmosphere um, absolutely I'm very much more looking forward to the, this Sunday absolutely yeah, looking forward to it. yeah. Um, and thank you for joining us uh, uh, thank you for joining us we, we always have low fans on have you got a question or a topic you want to use one <laughs> good point you think you've covered pretty much most of the things <laughs> I was going to ask you you probably thought that would be the case Matt I was going to ask I think the only slight angle I was going to approach this on was what's our thoughts on uh, the, the next Cup and League game, Charlton? You know, how are we going to approach Wembley? Are we going to go fully out for it? Are we going to maybe hopefully get up to hopefully a couple of goals and then maybe bring some substitutes on rest and players for next week? And that was the angle I was approaching it from, you know, from, from a, a strength side in preserving... I know there's a question I think Mick mentioned about confidence, and that's a really good key thing. But um, for me, you know, the, the league game, the, the next league game, our next cup finals are really important. And I, I was gonna, I was gonna say, would, would we play Kelly? Would he get a cameo? Of course, you mentioned that one as well. <laughs> but, <laughs> Sorry. but yeah, that's no, all right, no problem. Um, so yeah, for for the panel, what's your, what's your thoughts on how we approach this versus? The next league game, are we hoping just to get some match fitness? You know that type, of, that type of angle. Mick, I'll let you go because you're not bothered about Sunday, so I'll let you answer this one. Oh, cheers, mate. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> it's, a, it's a really difficult one, isn't it? It's a really toughie because, from Warney's point of view, he's damned if he does and he's damned if he doesn't. You know, mm. if if he goes for it and we get a couple of injuries, why did we go for it? Why didn't we rest some players? You know, if he rests some players, don't go for it. Why didn't we go for it? We've lost to a League Two side. We're absolute garbage. So. You know, it's 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 a real difficult one for him. I, I personally think they're going to go for it. I don't. I don't think. I don't. For me, I don't think that's in question. I think, for, from a financial point of view alone, uh, for the club, they have to go for the they have to go for the win. But also, just from a from like as like I mentioned earlier on the confidence side of stuff, um, going into the next few games, as you rightly point out there, Paul, it's it's vital. Um, so. 
Yeah, I think they'll go for it. I think it'll be a strong side, and I think we'll be um, we'll be at them. We, we'll be at them. We'll see a first half against Lincoln um, type of performance. I hope. Anyway, fingers crossed. Hmm. I mean, I, I wasn't yeah. aware of the stats, but you said before. But if you were happen to get, you know, in Dreamland two three nil up at half time. Could you see Paul making some more more changes, maybe uh, resting some players? <laughs> yeah, I could, I could, and then when we, when it's three two on seventy minutes, <laughs> <you know. laughs> yeah, it's like yeah, I yeah. I mean, I, I I think it's going to be a lot closer than that. I genuinely do. But should 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 the best you know that should that happen, then then you'd have to argue that. There's got to be um, there's got to be some changes, haven't there? Let's rest some of those key players. But um, yeah, I, I, I'm glad I'm not making a decision, and I'm glad I'm not suffering the consequences of making Absolutely. it. Absolutely, like yeah. you said, it's it's a difficult one, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, if you are Paul Warren, are you treating this from a selection point of view again? Bearing in mind the league games, are you picking this? Bearing in mind, treating it selection wise almost as a league game, thinking right, I've got another game next week, and I need X, Y, and Z to be fit for the league game. Or you thinking it's just a one-off game? Let's get everybody fit, whoever we can. If they're fit enough, play them. It, it, cup finals are strange when they're mid-season. It, it, it adds stuff to it, which the cup final should be special. But we've got another game next week. Yeah, I mean, for me, this this is just the catalyst to a lot of success that's about to come. Hopefully, so mm. I would go as strong as possible. And we've got the five subs, haven't we? So I would be. Very, very, very surprised if we don't see all five subs used mm. uh, on the day. Number one for for to get more game time into people, but also to to have that change where where needed. Um, yeah, I, I would go for it because it, uh, he's already said it's not an opportunity that comes along every day uh, in a in a player in uh, player's career and obviously their career within management as well. So. Let's go for it. Let's see where it goes. Um, and if we lose, so be it. We've got seven seven league games to to have a little bit of success. If we if we uh, if we win, you know, let's uh, let's all get hammered and uh, and get back in training on Tuesday. Everybody off work Monday morning. <laughs> uh, Danny, you same same thing. Go for it as well as you can, but within reason, I suppose. Yeah, I think uh, Warney will <clears throat> at least have thought about the Charlton game as a bare minimum. Um, but this is our last chance, I think, uh, to have a nice long rest before a league game because after that we've got the Portsmouth on the Tuesday and then it's Saturday Tuesday for the rest of the season, um, which in hindsight is probably good that we've had the Easter fixtures move so it keeps it just nicely ticking over. Um and I think that's probably why we will go for it and why we're going for a League 11. Um, <clears throat> they've had a nice rescue for the internationals, get back into this. If we um, pick up like, a little man and knocks and everything, it's not too bad because we've got nearly a week's recovery. Um, and then that's when the more, um, what's the word, the more conditioning should start um, in preparation for Saturday, Tuesday. Uh, so, yeah, I, I think we're going <clears> to <throat> go all guns blazing, personally. Mm. Maybe not in a goal-scoring sense, but in a... Top performance sense. Yeah, absolutely. We'll talk about the Easter fixture we talked about on the 12 hour, but we'll talk about that again, again in a minute. Um, let's move on to the attendance police being out in force, Mick, uh, on Twitter, all over Twitter. Um, <laughs> I, had, I had messages from Bleeds fans and Wednesday fans <coughs> last night saying how, it's, how rubbish it is. We've sold whatever it's 12,500. I'm going to put my cards on the table. I could not care less about how many people we could take 6,000 people. I would not care. And it's it doesn't surprise me because I know what Wednesday fans are like and I know what Leeds fans are like. I know what you'd like, Mick, but I couldn't care less how many fans are going. Is that, is that Leeds who are about to get relegated out at Premier League? I think they're going to stay that, up that, unfortunately. And it's you know what I mean? Listen, <laughs> listen we, we talked about it on podcast a little bit, didn't we, about all this willy-waving, you know, I'm bigger than your, my car's bigger than your car, my willy's bigger than your willy, my tank's bigger than your tank. You know what I mean? It's just, it's pathetic. It's absolutely pathetic. Um, and, and Wednesday fans moaning, listen, you're a League One club. Sunderland fans, you're a League One club. I don't care how many you get through gate. It matters not. What matters clutching, is where clutching, you are. Clutching. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Clutching. 
Um, I mean, yeah. I think there's a big thing, Mick, as well. I don't know if you've seen that. Uh, that there's a bit of standing joke going around whenever they do these League One away banters as well. Uh, there's always somebody said that Leeds will take more or <laughs> Wednesday will take yeah. more. It's, 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 yeah. it's become a standing joke now. It's yeah. just people saying it for the sake of it. It's, mm. I mean, and, and the funniest part of it, none of these people can actually see the irony in what they're saying, you know what I mean? Which makes it even even more amusing. Um, whatever, don't care. I genuinely could not care a toss. Like you, Matt, you know, if we take 2,000 or 20,000, matters not. What matters is that we're at Wembley in a cup final. Unlike Leeds, unlike Chef Wednesday, unlike Sunderland, unlike Ipswich, and everybody else who's bleating on about the fact that they've got more fans. Congratulations, well done. Unfortunately, that don't get you any points, does it? Or trophies, or anything else. <laughs> I agree. I love a good Mick Rant. But Danny, where's your Mick Rant flag? Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. <clears throat> uh, I mean, it's not really incoming anymore, because he's already said it. It's not incoming anymore, but... Well, what thoughts? Same or different? Yeah, I mean, I'm just looking out for the in the trophy cabinet at Wednesday and seeing where they got the trophy (laughs) for forty thousand fans at Wembley on uh, on Sunday, or uh, or where they got the trophy for three thousand fans at QPR on a Friday night because that's one that they all bleat about as well. It means absolutely nothing. They're not in the final. We are. Let's move on to talk about Rotherham United. Yes, well said. Um, Liam McGrath mentions 30,500 Sutton fans, which is against a good effort. What that should mean, Danny, is there will be a good atmosphere. We talk about it, it don't, it don't really mean anything, but there's a few extra fans in there, it's always going to create a good atmosphere. And you love a good back and forth between fans, it always makes for a better atmosphere. Yeah, definitely. And I think um, if it had gone the same way as Portsmouth against Salford, I mean, it was so vastly one sided. It's mm. Again, that's another argument for Portsmouth. Portsmouth took. The vast majority of Wembley over when they played Salford and Salford won, and they only took about two thousand or three thousand fans to Wembley. Um, that and, doors? Or was that before before COVID? I think they let a few in. I, I know they didn't. <clears throat> I, I can't remember. I can't remember. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. They, weren't, weren't the Salford one, Portsmouth one, when they played two separate days, two consecutive days? Yeah. 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 yeah so there might have been some fans, but if there were, there wouldn't be many. It would have been very very limited, wouldn't it? Well, yeah, that's why well, we're not taking so many because of COVID. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, that, that our um, <clears throat> twelve and a half thousand are all socially distanced. That's what it is. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, it will create a really good atmosphere, and because it's the first meeting between these two clubs, mm-hmm. I think everybody's going to be up for it. Maybe not the however many Palace fans that are going because they're just there for the day out, but it should be a really nice, jolly day. Um, and I, there won't be any animosity between the fans outside the ground, which is nice. Um, and just to plug my own activities, um, I'm going on the Dream Team YouTube channel and I'm having a pizza yeah. topping competition against a Sutton fan. So nice. get ready, because I know my toppings. As, as you can tell, I know my toppings. So get ready. pineapple on there, man. Don't do it. Uh, yeah. Well, Paul, you went there last week for what for the night for ninety thousand. There's, there's a good chance for these twenty thousand fans will be probably a better atmosphere than some England games because it's, it's fans together and it. If it's a two and four yeah. for me, it always makes better atmosphere as I just said. Yeah, it was pretty flat to be honest there mm-hmm. Wembley. I, I know the, the the acoustic doesn't actually travel that well. I, I can say that I would I expected a bit more uh, on if I'm totally honest on Saturday. But like I said, there was a lot of people there with families, so it was a totally mm-hmm. different type of scenario. So yeah, I'm hoping for you know you know a big voice and that get carried over. Of course, it's quite a distance from one side to yeah. the other. So whether we hear them or they hear us, that's <laughs> it might be picked up more on the camera than it would be. Uh, in the in the stadium, yeah, absolutely. Um, Jackie Jepson, oh my god! I, my, after my last visit, nerves won't do extra time and penalties. Smash it before ninety <laughs> minutes, please. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Ariastro smidge smudge is still having a niggling toe injury. Doesn't he? Maybe wrong. Danny, I did see that, but that was during the international break. So I'm hoping it's mostly cool. you would. The toe injuries don't take that long to heal if the rest of it. He's had two weeks to rest it. Yeah, Andy's had the injection in his toe and apparently it is doing 
a lot better. But uh, Smith is a gladiator. He'll just play through it. Won't he? Mm. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, and Donald London, this is why when I the amount of people she's spoken to as children are going to Wembley for the first time is amazing. All Minnie Miller's excited beyond words. Yeah, I've mentioned taking my six year old, she should have about it for about three weeks now. It's amazing. <laughs> she just, just can't wait. Um, so I'm we're looking forward to it. I'm sure Mick, Mick's ears will be chewed off all Sunday from me. I'm and sure her. they will, yeah. Um, what time are we all setting off? Danny, Will, Paul, talk about you, Danny. What time, what time set off time for you? Um, well, we've been told to get to the pub for eight o'clock, setting off for nine o'clock. Wow, that, so is, that, early, that. that is early. <laughs> well, well, we're setting off. We're setting off at nine, so we don't have to pay for a second driver for the way back. So, okay, fair enough. Will, are you going the same way, Danny? I'm not. My friend's down? driving, and I honestly have absolutely no idea what time we're setting <laughs> off. Is is a little bit late in, uh, in dropping me a message. So, Wheels, if if you're watching this, come on, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Geraldine Simpson, she's setting off at eight AM. Mick, what time are we setting off? Uh, well, we've got we've obviously got a detour to go and find Benjamin somewhere in London, haven't we? So um, it'll be an eight o'clock start for us, I would imagine. So we can uh, we can find Ben and um, get ourselves to Stanmore. It's all about oh, Stanmore. Yeah, um, I, I'm I'm driving um, on 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 the Sunday. Um, driving down to Watford. Uh, I found that it's probably the best way to go. Um, it's a good two-hour drive down there and the, the the trains into Wembley I think it's Wembley Park I'm not sure yeah it's um they're every 15 minutes so it's the easiest way to get in and out if you are driving uh, apparently it's avoidable if um if, if possible because Wembley parking in a car park it can be yeah. it can be a little difficult affair so a couple of hours down there so I'm hoping to try and get down for about one o'clock and setting it up off mid-morning mm-hmm. I would expect yeah, I think I, I, I quite, one of the things I quite like about Wembley, I've, it's been a conversation everybody's had a long time about why is the National Stadium in London. But for me, an all-day thing makes sense for a final. You know, if I were back at six o'clock after a cup final, I don't think it'd feel the same. It's got to feel like an all-day <laughs> thing. If win, lose or whatever, it's got to be an event. And like I said, it's back at six o'clock. For me, Danny, that's not an event, if you know what I mean. It's got to be eight out of eight, back at ten. Here we go. <laughs> It's not yeah. so nice when you lose, though. The Dagenham, no. the Dagenham no. drive back was awful. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I, suppose, I suppose it's more time to drown your sorrows on the bus yeah. home <clears throat> and blow off your steam. But I will repeat what happened to me at the uh, the England game. I think it was the Albania game. Um, the thank Christ that I'm going on a coach. Was like, I'm not running for the last train back to Sheffield again. That was... Oh dear, <laughs> PTSD. I still have PTSD about it now. That run, that yeah. run for the train, um, and yeah, thankfully we won't. We probably won't get boxed in like we did as England fans coming out of Wembley. Um, mm. I've I learned that the hard way as yeah. well. Um, yeah, but yeah, I mean, you guys are all driving, so at least one of you won't be drinking. I was drinking all the way down and all the way back, regardless of what the result is. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we've got uh, party Jamie... lights and speaker and everything on our coach. It's going to be ace. <laughs> if we win, it's going to be a great coach to be on the way back. Mm. Um, Jamie is setting up at six o'clock, making a right day of it. That is a right day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Donna, eight o'clock breakfast, shops in the pub. <laughs> oh, Donna, don't stop. Brilliant. That's the last for you, Danny, and all. Um, Scott <laughs> Gunday says his dad's picking up at 11. I hope you live in London or near London, Scott. <laughs> Uh, really so that's, that's when Sutton is setting off at 11 <laughs> and they're only down road uh, Ariel Astro off, he's off from 8 o'clock and Jay Jackson Jepson mentioned his 6 year old grandson Miller uh, is going to his first game at Wembley uh, but he can't be there with him but like, like Donna says people going the first day at Wem- first trip to Wembley is always a memorable one so did you read that Matt? did you actually read that comment? <laughs> so I'm just yeah. asking that's all oh no, no, no I didn't read it no, no, you didn't. You didn't read it at all, did you? Right. Jackie Jepson. Just, just, just pretend it didn't happen. Uh, we've got a comment from Jackie Jepson. My six-year-old grandson Miller is going to be his first game, Wembley game. Can't wait to be there with him. There you go. Nailed it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I, just, just the other thing I'd point out. I mean, I don't want to. I don't. And in these days, it's very difficult, and perhaps you shouldn't be pointing these things out. But um, I suspect Jackie is not a he either. Um, I mean, I don't know what her pronouns are, you know. You, you shouldn't assume those sorts of things these days, but, um, but there you go. 
Sorry, Jackie. <laughs> and make keeping his PC fantastic. <laughs> I appreciate your help on that the one. Joy uh, let's just... live broadcasting. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, uh, let's go. Correct. Yeah, yeah. Let's go score predictions, Danny. Let's start with no, you. No. Well, history dictates that Rotherham will score two at Wembley and there'll be a brace from somebody. Um, so I think we'll. We like a two-one, don't we? I'm going to go two-one smudge brace. I think. Like it, Michael. Yeah, I'm going to go two-one as well. Um, mine's going to be um, two uh, two overhead kicks from Chio. One, one either <laughs> time from outside box. <laughs> okay, um, we've got to go with two, so I'll go two-nil, and I'll go Smithy as well. Obviously, brace, uh, Paul. I'm going for a nail-biting 1-0 win and it's going to be like hanging on for that last 20 minutes. That's what I'm oh. going for. <laughs> Sorry. Wonderful. That's what we want, isn't it? <laughs> we don't do things uh, easy, though, guys, do we? Let's be fair. No, that's true. Very, very true. Uh, Will? I mean, I feel sick after Paul's just said that, to be honest. <laughs> I'm, I'm not really sick of making this prediction. I think it's going to be 1-1 and go into extra time and we're going to win it 3-1. Oh, Mr. Oh, Witch just rolled, Will. Why have you said that? <laughs> 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 Bad enough yeah. when we played Shrewsbury oh. in 2018. Right? I were all over the place with that one. But oh, like, as long as it's not yeah. penalties, I'm happy. I've had enough penalties for one season. Like I know they're exciting and it's great when you win them. But we've had three in this competition already. I cannot stomach another penalty shootout, let alone in the final. Come on, let's have another one. Be a right laugh. No. If you could guarantee that you could win it, like yeah. uh, that, you've won it. I think most people would take a penalty shootout win right here, right mm. now, because there's no better way to to win it. But it also absolutely ruins people. Like <laughs> it's an hard way to me go. At yeah, yeah. It's an hard way to go. And Laura averages says that you know we've run three hundred outs we, in the, in this mm, this cup. cup. Yeah. Mm. yeah, I do want not want to go to penalties. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, we've got Michael Mortimer thinks it's going to be 2 1. Paul Barnfield says 3 1. Uh, Michael Mortimer says 2 1. Smithy and Woody. Um, so the goal scorers, Gerilyn Simpson 2 0 with Smudge the Goals, Gavin Grundy 2, but Gavin Scott Grundy will go with 2 0. Cheryl Stone goes Barlas to 2 1. I assume that's Barlas for 2 because them's the rules. Um, Jensen 2 0, Barlas and Wood. Liam McGarry 4 1, Smith, Hattrick and Miller, but I think they'll score first. I take that. Uh, Don London 3 1, Reese Kellock 2 1 from his mum, Wiles and Chio, um, Air Astro 3 1, Jackie Jepson 3 2. Um, yeah, wouldn't it be sweet that it will if uh, Michael Smith could get, get a Wembley goal? It's one of the few things he hasn't done for us, he's going to go and it would be beautiful for him, wouldn't it? I think he'd, he'd have a statue, wouldn't he? <laughs> he? He can't be far off now, but um, yeah. yeah, I mean. I would not begrudge that man a, a goal. And and Ben Wiles as well as someone, mm. or Josh Coyote, you know, someone coming from Rotherham, come through the academy, um, done what they've done this season to to bag at Wembley would be would be pretty special. But, you know, I think Sunday's going to be an amazing day for, for all concerned, you know, for, for all these people that are going down for the first time, you know, those young kids that haven't seen uh, Wembley before. I hope you really enjoy it. I hope uh, everyone can put on a really strong performance and everyone has a great day and we've got something to, to celebrate off the end of it. Yeah, absolutely. And Donna London with a, with a very important comment. She's got a food recommendation. Uh, the chip shop, she says to ask for Savaloy chips and onion vinegar. Hmm. I don't know. Donna's from London, aren't she? I mean, you know... Yeah. The, I'm, I, I'm, I'm married to a southerner. I know they have weird tastes. <laughs> um, uh, but anything else we need to cover? I think I've, t- I've got everything on my list. I've got all my good stats in that I wanted to get in. Is there anything else that we need to cover, talk about, mention? Uh, one second, <clears throat> just oh. having a browse. Just um, yeah, I'm just having a look. How many? Right, okay. I've got. I've got my start. Okay. <laughs> So the, uh, you ready, everybody? Get ready. The uh, the, co- the top scorer in this year's competition currently is Cameron Archer, right? Uh, from Preston, I believe, is on was on loan somewhere. Um, so it, yeah, <clears throat> so he's got six goals in this competition so far. 
Michael Smith's got five. So if he bags his brace, he'll also win top scorer of the competition. So that, so I doubly hope Smith gets his brace now. And history dictates that in these finals, the player who scored a brace in the previous round scores a brace in the final. Nigel Jemson did it against Carlisle in the second leg, got his brace at Wembley. Michael Smith got his brace against Hartlepool. You never know. It's fate. It's written. Yeah, it is. Not I exactly written in the stars, but he's written on my little bit of paper anyway. <laughs> and therefore, it's written. Exactly. Um, thank you all for being involved tonight. I hope you've enjoyed our Wembley preview. Um, we've tried to make it as exciting as we can. We've tried to build on mixed excitement levels. <laughs> um, I hope everybody has a safe journey down to Wembley. So, you from Wembley out when you're down there, you have a good laugh, whether it's in Box Park or a pub or wherever you end up going. I hope you have a great day. Uh, try, you know, be careful of prices in London. It's all seven up north as well. Be careful in prices. Um, but sing your hearts out, get behind the boys. And I'm sure and I hope we'll come away with, with the glory. I'm really looking forward to it. Um, Paul, it's been great to have you on. Thank you very Thank much you. For, for helping us out. Thank you for having me on. Appreciate it. Pleasure. Well, other than the five minutes you missed, it's been brilliant to have you on tonight. <laughs> yeah, I mean, in my school report, it'll just say, uh, must do better, I think. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, for, thanks for listening. Yeah, that's the thing. Danny, pleasure. And I'll see you. I'm sure I'll see you at Wembley. Yeah, 100%. I think the important thing to remember, guys, is que sera, sera, whatever will be, will be. We're going to Wembley. Que sera, sera. Thank you. Mick, are you going to give us a rendition or...? I doubt that very much. You may you may get you may get something out of me on Sunday, I suspect. Um, we won't be singing that because we'll be at Wembley. Well, that's true, yeah. No, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll find something else. It might it might involve a magic hat or something like that. I don't know, or the wings of a sparrow, perhaps. Classic. Oh no, I can't. Can I? There'll be kids there. It's fine. Um, If you are listening, if you have have fellas, thank you all. Please subscribe on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get us. Please make sure you subscribe. We'll be back on Monday night. It'll be out Tuesday morning for the audio because we won't be back in time to record Sunday evening. Um, Blame the FL for that. Um, So thank you all. We'll see you next time. And cheers, guys. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.